Greetings, fellow investigators, and welcome to our video podcast, Into the Darkness, where my friends and I play the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. I'm your host, Tom Rayleigh. Our scenario is entitled Intruders. It was written by Noah Lloyd and Matt Ryan and is available on their website, Reckoning of the Dead. This is a one-shot, and we will refer to this one as version two. Uh, so, without further delay, let's begin our journey into the darkness. There is a small island in the South Pacific called Smith's Island, named for an Australian sea captain, Jacob Smith, who discovered it in 1806. This island is volcanic and covered in tropical jungle, and it is thought that up until recently, no humans lived on the island prior to its discovery. There are no dangerous animals. In fact, the largest animal is the tiny Smith's parakeet. After Captain Smith came to the island, a small colony sprang up, but never really grew. The year is now 1985, and there are still only about 35 families, mostly Australians, Kiwis, and British expatriates, that permanently reside in the town of Smith's Landing. There are only a handful of businesses, Pete's General Store, where you can get supplies that have been brought in over from the mainland, a pub diner, pub slash diner, called the Ruddy Hog, and two small resorts for tourists that can only accommodate about 100 people each. It's a small island. Three weeks ago, the island's small but active volcano erupted. Thanks to seismographs stationed around the island, no one was hurt. Lava was expelled, and fortunately it flowed in the opposite direction from the town. The only damage done in Smith's Landing was a few broken windows from the resulting sonic boom and earthquake. Almost all of the tourists left at the time. At that time, the residents returned, and shortly thereafter, a group of hikers observed a large structure on the far side of the island, uncovered by a landslide. They estimated that it was about 300 meters up the far side of the volcano. They told this to the local authorities who then contacted your respective universities. You arrived via seaplane from Tonga a few hours ago. You settled in your rooms at the Paradise Resort and have gathered at the Ready Hog to make your plans. Take it away. So, everybody... Uh... Usually volcanoes don't have thing, things buried in them. That's, uh, at least uh, not in my experience. Tends to kind of go the other way. Uh, Sands, any idea what would be here? Well, not really sure. There wasn't really supposed to be a population on this island prior to uh, Cook settling it. But... Um, yeah, could, I mean, uh, wouldn't it be amazing if there was actually a lost civilization here? I mean, yeah, the well, would be a million years old. Um, With the right mineral structure in the soil, they, we, there could have easily been other things preserved from well prior to Smith coming here. You know, maybe a, um, a, a, a traveling tribe or, you know, some sort of transient people from hundreds of years ago, thousand years ago. Yeah, but I got to expect they'd have wood building, something like that. I don't know. Dr. Sands, Dr. Mercury, do a, a, an intelligence roll. Twenty. Uh, Twenty out of sixty pass. 
I got an 85. So. Okay. Well, it occurs to you, uh, Dr. Sands, that uh, according to what you understand about the island, there's nothing here that could have supported any kind of a civilization. There's no food. There's no, you know, there's a few coconuts, uh, but nothing, nothing like that. Um, what about the wildlife? There's birds. There's no dangerous animals. There's insects. Well, there's about no it. dangerous animals. So does this island not have uh, any sort of uh, carnivores that would maybe? None. Uh, none? So then it should be overpopulated with herbivores. Well, except that there aren't those either. There's just birds are about the largest thing there is. Okay. Uh, if there are any mice, they were brought here by the Europeans, the Australians. No natural predators. They would be all over the place. Right. So there's just not enough here to support any any animals like that. Uh, definitely not a not a tribe of, uh, of South Seas Islanders. Yeah, um, there wouldn't be enough food to support a tribe, a handful of people possibly, but something to carve some, to carve structures out of the side of a mountain. I mean, they would have to have ships to bring food in, supplies, materials. It's, uh, you know, maybe these backpackers are just a bunch of stoner kids or something. What's, I mean, how far is the closest island from here? Oh, couple of hundred miles maybe oh wow okay you flew in from tonga which is oh, the wow. largest big island maybe a Jap japanese yeah. bunker or something yeah i mean i was thinking that maybe you know neighboring islands or, or something that was close by maybe they they would you know the islanders there would use this place as some sort of a ritual place or something like that a religious place but if there's nothing for hundreds of miles, then that's out of the picture. Well, who knows? And there's there's always crazy stories about things before man and all that, but I guess we'll find out. Um, so I'm gonna go check out all of uh all the seismic stuff, make sure everything's good, and then uh, I mean we can head out if you guys want. I'll just get everything packed up for for that. Make make sure you know there's nothing nothing coming. Uh, to greet us, uh, no extra, you know, vents opening up or anything like that. And I, I've got a forty-one out of seventy on my volcanology to. Okay. Um, uh, on this island right now, there was there was a a, a large eruption, uh, not not that large, large for this island. Uh, three weeks ago, uh, the lava flowed down the. Uh, the backside of the, uh, the volcano into the sea. Um, uh, there continues to be small timblers uh, that shake the island, uh, but they're very minor, like uh, a two and a three on, on the Richter scale. Okay. Um, this volcano, um, so from where we're at, how far away is it? Like, I mean, I guess we could see it, but like how, how close? Oh yeah, you can see it. The uh, the island, more or less, uh, where you are, uh, you're facing north uh, to the sea uh, in the town of uh, Smith's Landing, uh, and the island sort of curves around. If you turn around and look at the island, it curves around towards the right, 
and the other end of the island is the volcano. Um, there is a trail, I don't know exact miles, but there is a trail that leads all the way around the perimeter of the island. People like to go on a hike that, that hike takes about five hours total to go around the island. So it would take you about two and a half hours to get to the place where the hikers said they could see something. What time of day is it now? We'll say it's morning. Okay. Don't most of these, oh, I'm sorry. No, no, I was gonna say, I was gonna check the ocean around us. I had a strange dream and I'm just looking to see if there's any sort of uh, sharks swimming in and about the, the, the inlet. There, there are always, uh, the, the sea life here is plentiful, uh, colorful. The ocean right near the beach is uh, blue-green, uh, tropical, the sands is it, is are white. It one of, is it one of those uh, inlets that you can, it's clear, you can see sort of right down to the bottom? Or oh, yeah. Yeah, there, the, actually where the, there is a small pier, uh, the small pier accommodates boats coming in, uh, mostly from rich people who... Uh, want to stay at one of the resorts. Uh, as I say, that they're, it's, it's pretty exclusive. Um, there are also a couple of seaplanes, which is how you arrived. And nothing attacked us on the way back. Okay, cool. All right. It was just so, a bad dream then. Mo most of these islands have scooters. Can we just uh, commandeer a couple of scooters or rent them for a couple hours? They don't have any scooters. Okay. Except for the except for the few people who go on the little hiking trails, um, it's right there in Smith's Landing. You can literally walk to every house. There's about thirty five houses. There's nobody on the island right now, though, right? No, there are. the The most of the residents have come back. Um, uh, the tourists that were here left. Most of them left. A few of them stayed. And a few of them a week or so ago, which would be two weeks after the eruption, decided they wanted to walk around to the other side of the island and see the, the lava flows. We could, we, we could ask them about what they saw and, and uh, the, the local people and then uh, you know, see if they found anything of interest and then uh, get all packed up and head on out, I, I figure. A, well, like a centralized uh, like watering hole for people to congregate and socialize right that's the ready the ready hog we're there now but i want to go this sounds exciting um but to, to answer those questions uh from what you've understood you you were greeted by the mayor when you arrived and he basically told you most of the local residents are their idea of a good time is to sit on their veranda and just drink something and they're they're not like into hiking around the the island. They're, yeah, until until the uh, volcano explodes and they're running for their lives. Right. right. This is this is paradise. They just assume you know, a few beachcombers and stuff like that. But most of them have money, so all of the supplies come in via a uh, 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 seaplane once a month. Um, so the people who went on this little hike were hikers. They were um, people who didn't run. We're, I mean, I would imagine we'd be able to ask if there's if this island has ever been struck by like hurricanes or or uh, tsunamis or anything like that. Um, I don't know. This is the South Seas, so 
I'm sure they have monsoons and or monsoons. Yeah. yeah, I'm sure it's had typhoons hit it in the past. Yeah, so it 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 rebounds the same way anything else rebounds. Now, what you expect on the other side of the island would be large areas where the jungle has been burned and uh, you know wrecked by the the lava flows, but it'll grow back. So with your minerals, you should. With the uh, the information I've got from. Uh, seismic readings and everything like that and my maps of the land I'm gonna take a few maps I'm gonna draw out areas where there's risks of rock slides and things like that copy it across on each of them so that we all have a copy so everyone can see these are dangerous areas we kind of want to avoid this if at all possible and if we get if anybody gets separated you know here's where you want to be the most careful I'm gonna hand those out and then uh yeah, if anybody, uh, unless anybody's got anything to do in our little base camp, uh, figure we'll stop by, say hi to the locals, get some breakfast, and then head on out. And from what you understand, because the uh, the mayor was kind enough to point out where the, the hikers had said they were, um, you should be able to follow the perimeter trail halfway around the, the volcano. and uh, But then you're going to have the difficulty of scaling up about... Uh, he said about 300 meters. So what's that? About 900 feet up the side of the volcano. Um, Is that a straight vertical climb? No, it's not. Oh, okay. It's, it's starts out gradually and it's going to go up like that. But um, there will be, you know, you will have to get at least, you're not going to have to have mountain climbing equipment, but you know, some ropes would be a good idea. And uh hiking boots and whatever you think you might need. Um, you might be able to follow lava flows up. Uh, most of them are cool enough now that you can walk on them, um, but they're going to be sharp. If you've ever felt a lava flow, it's, uh, it's um, bring your sturdiest boots. There will be jungle uh, areas going up and burned areas, but uh, everything should be okay. Um, that's just what you need. So you figure that if you just walk around there, you'll be able to see what they were talking about. Okay. The, uh, the hikers did not climb up to it. They weren't prepared for that sort of a adventure. Well, I don't n normally carry rope with me. Maybe we grab a little bit just in case we do get into a tight spot or a steep spot. But otherwise, it sounds like maybe this climb is going to be pretty manageable. We just need to take our time. Um, yeah, definitely. Yeah. But with five-hour round trip, I suggest we, we get out of here soon so we got plenty of time once we get there. So, and I'll assume, too, you bring plenty of food and water, or whatever you water, mostly. Yeah. Uh, quick question for everybody. So just because I study volcanoes doesn't necessarily mean I climb them all the time. Is anybody here kind of an accomplished climber or anything like that? Well, <clears throat> Not too much. I a little bit. Uh, I, yeah, I've done pretty well for for myself. I've been up uh, St. Helens back in the states, and you know, I've considered taking a trip up to Everest here. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I can do pretty well on a, on a on a cliff face. Okay, well, Garnet, then you're you're point man, climb master, whatever the hell they call it. I don't know. <laughs> Glad to get my hands dirty, guys. That's how I got into this business. Okay. Well, make sure all of our climbing gear is good. Uh, I'll finish up with these maps and uh, 
let's get food and get out of here. All right. So you get all your gear together. You get everything ready. Um, you've got backpacks. You've got whatever you need in there. Um, what are you going to do first? You're going to go into town, or are you going to uh, head out? And basically, this 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 thing go this uh, the trail goes out of one side of the town, goes all the way around the island, and then comes back to the the town on the other side. Just uh, maybe ask a few questions to the locals before we head out. Okay. Just if they heard or seen anything. It might be one or two nosy people that might have taken the track out there. Okay. Um, well, in the middle of town, there's once again, there's not much to it. Uh, also, everybody here knows everybody. They don't know you yet. So a lot of them are, are, a lot of them will delay you with asking you a whole bunch of questions. Wasting um, our time, guys. We just need to get up there. <laughs> uh but um, you are told that the oldest person, the person who's lived on the island long enough, is old uh, uh, John Barnes. Uh, oh, Christ, he'll probably talk slower than everybody else, who too. Lives, <laughs> who lives in the one blue house on the island, uh, which, as I say, it's small enough where they can say, that one over there. Uh, he would know the most lore about the island, if anybody. So if you guys want, we could head over and talk to him real quick, and then after that, just start trekking out towards the mountain. Yeah, can't wait to hear all about the parakeets. <laughs> well, you're the, per you're the person to, uh, uh, to know anything about this sand, so that's all you, Doc. All right, so we head over there and... Uh, knock on his door. Okay, when you get over to his house, you see that his house is one of those houses where Mr. Barnes obviously collects things. He collects seashells. He collects sea glass. He collects little bits and pieces of things that he finds on the beach and in the jungle. And then he puts them together in art form. You know, he's got tabletops made out of seashells and he's got window frames and made out of seashells and he's a coot. <laughs> I want to take a step back and take the whole house or display in and see if I spot anything interesting. Not really. Just huh? kind of what you'd expect from this. Uh, shiny, he's, he's got one wall of his house that's made out of beer bottles. Um, that have been cemented together and uh, make it kind of pretty on the inside. But anyways, he answers his door. He says, yeah, what can I do for you? Hey, uh, we're uh, with the expedition team going to take a look at the uh, volcano. And um, You're the scientist that the, that the mayor was telling me about. Exactly, sir. And I know uh, your time is valuable and so is ours. So I would like to keep it short and sweet. But is there anything in your with your wisdom being here for so many years that you could tell us about what we're going to find when we go up there. I don't know what you're, what you're going to find. There's, there's nobody building stuff up on that volcano. He says, uh, I think it's crazy talk. Uh, of course I ain't, I ain't old. I ain't young enough to go walking back there and find out for myself, but 
I think it's a bunch of hogwash. They probably saw some rocks and just thought uh, they were something up there. You never heard of any old stories? Anything? No, no, nobody's ever lived here. Nobody before uh, before uh, white man came here. The, the native Indians didn't live here. What about uh, the Japanese? Did did they? Uh, you know, if they spent any time here during the war? Not that I know of. Hmm. The uh, the Polynesian, I think, in the Polynesian language, the uh, the name for this island is something like the hunting ground or uh, the, the place of curses or some stupid name like that. But uh, you know what? We've been living here. People have been living here for 180 years and no curses. <laughs> the worst, worst thing that happened was somebody got shot. Oh, about 10 years ago uh, during a ball, uh, during a, 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 a brawl at the, uh, at the bar over there at the pub. But other than that, I don't think anybody's ever done anything. A couple of teenagers maybe writing some spray paint on things. Where the hell they got the spray paint? I don't have any. Have a clue. But, uh, nah. Your cop probably going to be more disappointed than anything else. You might as well just look at the pretty minerals on the vault. <laughs> Thank you for your time, sir. I'll offer him some, uh, uh, some pumpkin seeds and <laughs> pumpkin seeds oh my gosh they're like gold on this island <laughs> <laughs> nice little nice little salty snack on the side of the volcano you know anyways uh thank you for your time sir mm-hmm. all right ready, ready to head out guys what a fucking waste of time what are we doing yeah. okay <laughs> you're right garnet i owe you one fine uh, let's let's uh let's go uh check out this uh even bigger waste of time. It's probably just some stupid uh, rock formation, some volcanic outcropping. All right. So you start heading. Um, you're, you're going counterclockwise around the island, basically. Um, you travel west uh, a few miles, and the trail leads, uh, it begins to rise. Uh, the uh, the volcano is now on your left hand side, sloping up, and uh, you can see places all up at the top of the volcano where uh, things have been you know plant life has been damaged and stuff like that from the recent uh, explosion. Um, and as you slowly curve and wend your way around the uh, the western end of the island. Uh, going towards the back side of the volcano, uh, you can see large swatches of, of jungle that have been uh, flattened or damaged by lava flows, uh, by fires that were caused by the, the lava flows. But the jungle is basically so wet and green, uh, it, it took a lot to actually catch it on fire. So um, the, the, the divisions between jungle and devastation are razor sharp. You know, um, and after you've traveled for about two hours, you start to, uh, everybody do a spot hidden because you all keep looking up towards the mountainside. Fail. Uh, 43 out of 60, base pass. I failed. I also failed. 
Okay, so Dr. Uh, Dr. Basil, Basalt, uh, you're looking up the, uh, the volcano as you're going, and you start to see something that at first does in fact look like a rock outcropping. But the more you, you, turn, you come around the backside of the island, the more pronounced it starts to become. And you're pretty sure that you're seeing some right angles up there. Um, but they're weird. The, they, aren't, they aren't at angles that look like they should be uh, habitable. They're not, they're not level, in other words. They're kind of angled, sticking up out of the, the rock. Um, Imagine if you would like a house that's been tilted slightly sideways. Mm -hmm. um, there's also uh, some odd multiple sort of angles going around as if whatever the building was, it wasn't square. It was, it was multi-sided. Um, and you begin to think that you can see something sticking up out of it that looked like maybe a, a tower. Um, but it's it's odd, and the way the light sort of reflects off of it from the from the sunlight, um, it looks lumpy, like like it's not just sticking straight up, and it's not sticking straight up; it's at a funny angle. But not lumpy, like like a billowing of like a lava flow or something like coming out of like a. There's something that looks regular about the lumpiness. Okay. Uh, but it's it's quite a ways up there. It's 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 another six hundred feet above you, so you'll have to you'll have to climb up there to to see it closer. Okay, I'm kind of stopped dead in my tracks, like staring up at it, uh, pointing pointing with a pumpkin seed. You guys see that up what there? What do you see? Damn it! I don't when know. He if points it out. You can pretty much see it. That, hmm. I was hoping the old man was right. That's oh. not a geological formation. Yeah, yeah. Garnet, that doesn't look like any kind of lava that I've seen. No. Any kind of, I mean, anything you can think that might be. A geologist, go ahead and do a geologist roll. Sure. It's definitely not a. Doesn't look like any kind of secret Japanese bunker or anything. Hard success on geology. Okay. You can tell when you look up at it that whatever it is was uncovered because the volcano caused a, a somewhat of a landslide. Okay. And so the landslide moved. The, the landslide tore away part of the jungle and so forth and exposed this thing. Um. Yeah, it looks like when that earth shifted up there, it just kind of sliced right down and, and yeah, unveiled this. So, so whatever it was, was underneath it was underneath dirt already. What, what you can see is basically there's three avenues of, of getting up there. You've got the jungle. Like I say, the difference between devastation and the jungle is, is pretty you know clear line. Um, you could win your way through the jungle getting up to it. Uh, you could follow uh, a lava flow on the other side that, that comes down maybe a couple of hundred feet farther down the tra trail from you. Or you could go up the scree from this mountain slide. But the scree is going to be like 
take three steps, go back two. Take three steps, go back two. Yeah, I've walked on that kind of rock over there. You don't want to go up that. It'll, one of us will end up busting an ankle. Like you know, it's you know, you want to know what the the climbers say. They say take the closest damn in and the safest route you can. You know, well, don't go walking up stuff like that unless you're you know in dire need. I could find a nice cool flow, something something pretty walkable. Like I mean, there's as as long as uh, everything's all cooled down. Like I mean, there's plenty of like smooth flows we could probably walk walk along it's gonna be a lot easier than that uh, that would that would be wise yeah so yeah so you all concur that's what you're gonna do yeah yeah all right yep well uh since you chose the lava flow go ahead and do a dex roll <laughs> wayne <laughs> can, can i uh oh wait like, i'm sorry do a climb roll sorry that's even can, worse can i make Have a good Volcanology role to find something that's um, sure, you know, stable. No, uh, I did not. Th does this look like an actually hazard? Seventy base. I got a ninety-eight. Oh, okay. Thanks, 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 Tom. We'll get back to you. That you, you had to say dex roll. You, you cursed me. Hmm. Thank you. Twenty-four. Uh, I failed. Uh, uh, Dr. Basalt, what did you say a second ago? Oh, a, um, well, I've got a, a, a base on volcanology to find, you know, a relatively safe right. and stable way up. And then, um, I guess, a uh, hard success on my dex roll. Well, what you find mostly is, um, uh, you know, the way the lava, lava can flow where it, it sort of flows and forms a mound and then it breaks open and then it forms another mound and it, it's so that it's kind of bumpy. Unfortunately, that, that sort of basalt outcropping ends up with the surface texture of it being very rough. It's like a pumice stone. It's, it's uh, razor sharp pieces of volcanic glass. So it's rough. You just don't want to slip and fall and put your hand onto it or you're going to get, you know, roughed up. It's like, you know, spring, uh, Stubbing or uh, what do I want to say? Skinning your knee or skinning your your arm. Um, there's also places of it that are very glassy, and they could be rather treacherous. Um, but there's a few places where it's rough enough to where you think you can work your way up it, as long as you don't get trapped. And is there is there something obvious about Doctor Mercury that should be kind of tipping us off that we need to take the easiest possible route? Well, Dr. Dr. Mercury has slipped a couple of times and put his hand down onto the, the lava and scraped it up. Just take one point of damage, Dr. Mercury. Thank you. Um, but he's complaining. Damn, your goddamn dex rolls. <laughs> <laughs> now, I, I imagine geologists and volcanologists, you have picks. So you can you know, use that to help. Sort of and gloves. You up. <laughs> and gloves, probably, yeah. In any case, for the sake of time, um, after about 20, 30 minutes, you've managed to worm your way up closer to this, uh, this structure. Now, um, geologists and 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 volcanologists once again do a, a role for your questions for i'm sorry what 
for you know for geology and for volcanology. Eighteen out of seventy, hard success. I got a sixty-one, so just a standard. Okay. Pass. <clears throat> when you look up at this structure, you start to realize that uh, yeah, there there's moments when it kind of you kind of lose sight of it because you've got to kind of wend your way around. But when you do catch sight of it again, it's closer. There are definitely angles to the structure, but you don't see any kind of block lines. There's no brick wall or block wall or stone wall. It's more or less to the eye smooth. Um, it's the same color as uh, basalt, but... Um, somewhat lighter i mean it's it looks like it might be uh uh might be a different configuration the more you look at it the more you start to think because of the odd shapes that you're seeing that it might be a crystal a very 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 large crystal sticking out of the side of the mountain you don't see any doors or windows or anything like that that would indicate that it was a habitation. It's just a very huge, possibly a crystal as you get up there. Not a clear yeah. one, but. Now, now from what I can see, uh, does it look like with an archeology span wall maybe? Does it look like man-made or is it natural formations or? Well, um, Dr. Sands, you start to guess that maybe it, instead of building, it was carved out of the mountainside, except for one thing, and that's this tower-like structure sticking up out of the top of it. The more you look at that, the more it looks, it reminds you of a seashell. It's, it looks like a spiral, sort of. You know, that's why it looked lumpy from down below that you were seeing the the sides of the thing. But how big is this? Well, it it's pretty big. Um size of a car, house? Oh, it's easily the size of a um the hotel. In, oh shit. In, wow. Um you know, down where you're staying. For a single rock structure like that. Your hotel is only two stories high, but still, you know. Yeah, but for a standalone mineral structure to be intact and that large, just jutting out of the side of land, let alone new land, volcanic land, that is just, that's bizarre. That, that just doesn't happen. Another, another 10 minutes and you come walking up to it. Okay. The... Uh, there's nothing uh, level or really right angle about it, but the, it, 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 now it looks even more like a structure. It's, it's definitely like walls, and uh, part of it is, of course, still buried. A large portion of it is still buried. Um, but if you walk up with the wall on one side and the, the lava on the other, uh, you should be able to get up on top of the structure. And um, go ahead. For clarification purposes, this where the 
earthquake from the volcano mm-hmm. uncovered dirt. This didn't come out of the volcano, correct? Correct. That's what okay. it looks like. Um, uh, uh, Dr. Garnet, go ahead and do a, a, a geology roll. A standard pass with a 64. Okay. As you're looking at this wall, as you're working your way up towards the top of it, um, the, the substance that the wall is made out of is definitely basalt. But the basalt of the volcano and pretty much all the basalt you'd ever find on this volcano is relatively new basalt. It's stuff that's come here within the last few thousand years at the most. The basalt of this structure looks like it's millions of years old. Older than the island could possibly be. This is old earth basalt here. And that, and that, uh, that causes you some sanity. Uh, go ahead and do a sanity roll. Gotcha. Holy shit, 99. Yeah. Go ahead ah. and do a... Uh, that's a bad roll. 1d4. One. Lucky. Lucky, okay. But yes. you're, you're shaking. You're like, how can this be? A uh, volcanologist... Um, go ahead and do a volcanologist. Do a volcanology role. Uh, I actually failed mine. Okay. Um, there seems something very odd about the texture and shape of this wall. But you guys are, are, are starting to uh, get to the top of it. And after a few moments, you clear the top of it and you're looking over. Um, Dr. Uh, Dr. Sands and Dr. Mercury do, uh, uh, do your respective roles, archaeology and anthropology. I want to look for any tool marks also. Finally, I got a 31. Oh, I think I passed one. Okay. Yes, 66 uh, out of 70. Oh, sorry, Wayne. I'm sorry. Um, yeah, I'm sorry. Okay. Dr. Sands. Uh, you said you were looking for tool marks? Mm-hmm. Correct. You keep looking for tool marks. You keep looking for cracks. You keep looking for ways that these blocks could be fit together. And you don't find anything like that. And it suddenly dawns on you, although it doesn't make any sense at all, that two things. Some of these these shapes, these these angles and cur- and oh, there's no curves, they can't be natural. There's no way they could be natural. At the same time, the only way you could construct them like this is if you had a way of slicing away the rock or melting the rock into the shape that you wanted. You could do it with cement because you could make a form and pour the cement in. But this would mean making a gigantic form and pouring liquid rock into it which is impossible possible you know um so you can do a sanity roll too uh dr mercury as you clear the top of this you are now convinced that it is definitely a man-made structure because this tower in the center that you come upon 
does seem to have windows towards the base of it and a door which is just cut into it. Now, the door itself is not square. It's an odd angular sort of entrance. But it definitely looks like it's going in to this spiral structure and that there is some sort of a ramp leading up and down from that structure. Mm -hmm. So it was perhaps carved out by man or something like that. Or something that's not mammy. Um, or, yeah, something else. Yeah. And when I say carved, there's no evidence of any kind of chisels or carving or anything like that. It looks like if there are passages and ramps, they were all melted into the rock. I failed that sanity. I mean, I passed that sanity roll, but I took one point anyway. Okay. Should I roll sanity for this? Yeah. Now, the ground, once you step onto the structure, there is no part of the structure that is level. Uh, there are some that are a little closer to level than other spots. But there are a few moments when you are walking around on this structure, if, if that's what you're doing, mm -hmm. that you almost get that, that strange optical illusion that you get when you go to, like, the mystery shack, and it looks like everybody is leaning sideways uh, because your brain keeps making the ground seem level when it's, in fact, not. Um, what do you guys want to do? I wanted to see if I can try and scratch just a little bit to see the density of the, the crystal. Not a big, just a just to see if I can get like a little tiny dust particle even to come off. I could do a Mo's hardness test for you, oh, with, yeah, my scratch, you with my scratch kit here. Yeah. Even better. Yeah. Okay. Um, you do a you do a Mo's hardness test, and it's pretty much exactly what basalt should be, basalt. So yeah, definitely. Yeah, this, it's uh, it's coming up what it should be. So I'm could they? Oh, I'm sorry. I was, I was saying, just gonna whack off a chunk and take it as a sample. Okay. Uh, so you you break off a piece of uh, we'll say a piece of edge, and when you do, the mineral underneath, uh, which is not oxidized, it's uh, it's it's now it's it's just now being exposed to the air. Um, is bright and uh, the color you'd expect from basalt, except that there's a strange sort of optical quality to it. It's almost as if when you move side to side and the light bounces off of it, you get kind of a rainbow effect. Uh, it, it changes color um, as if the whole thing had some sort of crystalline structure inside of it that, uh, that's causing that. Hey, Garnet, check this out. See anything like that? Uh, it, it, so it's different from iridescence, then? Kind of it's iridescent, yeah. That it isn't what I would expect to find. That's, this whole damn thing's pretty bizarre. I keep looking for the candid cameras, you know, hiding in the bushes somewhere. <laughs> uh, is anybody see an opening into this thing? You know, uh, something this big is there? You know, uh, is is it a is it a house? What what is this? Well, as you look around, you do notice 
as I say, there is an opening going into the tower structure and around the edges against like a flattened sort of angle going up like this, there's definitely an angular sort of hole. And you're not sure if it looks like two crystals grew together and sort of formed this hole or if the hole was actually carved or melted. And it is about that big? No, it's, it's big enough for a person to walk through. Oh. All this How far down into it can we see? Well, when you go when you go over to it, if you go over to it, um, it definitely looks like a passage. Huh. Now it's angled downward and it's angled sideways a little, so going down it won't be like walking downstairs. It'd be like walking down, well, like walking down a ramp, except that the ramp is tilted a little. So all of the angles are weird. Maybe we should get a rope and our flashlights ready and uh, investigate this a little bit further. I should say that the angles are weird, but they're not they're not non-mathematical. They're are, are they steep? Uh, some of them are, but uh, there's definitely areas that aren't steep. Is there a place we can anchor off up here? That would be a little harder. You don't see anything small enough to wrap a rope a rope around um there's no there's no li uh, trees or anything obviously um i'll just w wedge a python into the ground into the rock it. yeah um yeah we'll see you have you know brought pitons or something like that um yeah okay um so you want to explore, you want to go down inside one of these things? Absolutely. Yeah. All right. Um, all right. Uh, and you're going to, you're going to, uh, are you going to tie yourselves off or are you just going to have the rope there to grab if you need it? I assume I, you anchored it outside. I wasn't planning on tying off. I just wanted to have something to hold on to. To steady you. Okay. Well, you do find that you need that uh, because, as I say, the floor is at an odd angle and it gradually changes as you go. So uh, eventually, as you go, the wall becomes more of a floor and the floor becomes more of a wall. I mean, uh, uh, a wall, you know. It's as if the, as you're walking, the, the thing is. It seems to be twisting. Right. Are you going to go up or are you going to go down? Are you at the tower or are you at just uh, the hole in the, the structure? I thought we were at the hole. Okay. The hole on the side. Go down. All right. Um, now, I should also say that uh, nothing here is clean. Uh, there are bits of dirt and dust and stuff everywhere, especially since it was a rock slide. Through rock all over the place. Um, but the farther in you go, the less dirty it is and the more dusty it is. Uh, it's obviously old and everything seems to indicate that it is the same millions of year old basalt that you'd expect. One large piece. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It would seem that w with multiple angles and, and odd sort of structures to it, but yeah. 
you you can't seem to find a place where two rocks come together. So not not like the Giant's Causeway where it's all pieces right, fitted right. together. Yeah, it's not like halite crystals that are all. Yeah. Um, you also begin as you begin to explore. You begin to get the distinct impression that there are rooms uh, because this uh, spiral will open up into an area that is, you know, relatively large, maybe 30 or 40 feet by, you know, squared, not squared. All the angles are weird. The floor is slanted. In fact, you also begin to notice things like the floor is not slanted at the same angle as the ceiling is. So it's, it's, it's somewhat disconcerting. It's like walking into some sort of a fractured crystal nightmare. I'm going to start dropping... Uh, uh, pumpkin seeds on the ground. Yeah. Okay. Well, you Just know your rope will lead you back out. Yeah, and I it's know. Not, it's not that disorienting. You, you're pretty <laughs> sure that if you simply turn around and go back the way you came, you'll go right back out again. We're starting to see like offshoots on this thing. Like yeah, the the, uh, the side rooms. Do they look empty? Yes, pretty much. Okay. Except for you know the occasional dust pile or or whatever. Um, and then you come to a room that when you, now I'm assuming you have flashlights and stuff like that. Um, when you shine your light, uh, you get hundreds of little flashes of light coming back at you from the room. And when you look down at the ground, the ground is completely covered in some sort of crystal that's growing. Um, they, the, the, the largest of these crystals is maybe about the size of a baseball. Uh, the smallest one, right down to what looks like microscopic. However, all of the crystals look like perfect little cubes. Uh, and there are a couple of minerals that look like that. This doesn't look like that. These crystals are pale blue in color, uh, almost clear, um, except where they're not. But you, using my my kit, can I try to identify what this is? Um, yeah, but it doesn't seem to match any mineral that you're familiar with. Okay. Um, it also is uh like corundum it's uh it's extremely hard on the most scale gentlemen you realize that even if we find nothing else here this could could be one of the biggest finds in history so far crystalline structure this big with no cut stones no tool marks i mean we could be on geraldo or sally jesse Raphael next week yeah, the mayor's going to want to pack this place with tourists. Yeah, yeah, this this blows the giant's causeway out of the water. I don't know about that, but <laughs> but um, before we get ahead of ourselves, let's let's explore a bit more just to make sure that there is no danger lying further in. These things that are growing up. Are, are they, do they look like they're just sitting or are they 
growing up out of the floor? They, they look like, it looks kind of like you're inside of a geode. Okay. So they're, they're kind of growing. There are some of them, though, that are extremely delicately placed, and a touch would cause them simply to snap off. And, uh, yeah. And I'm going to uh, oblige the, uh, <laughs> the structure. I'm going to collect one as a sample. So you, you find one, and you, you hit it with your, your little hammer. Uh, do a luck roll. 30 out of 50, so base. So a good large chunk of this snaps off, you know, like baseball size or so, snaps off of it too, and it makes a little tink sound that uh, sort of echoes around the room when you do it. Um, it's heavy. It's heavier than you expected. Feels um, like, like metal heavy, not like... Uh, yeah, like, like almost lead heavy. Oh, wow. I feel this, guys. This is like, this is not what I thought it was. Oh, it's very dense. Dr. Sands, did you bring a uh, uh, a camera to? Yes, I did, actually. This might be something really great to take a picture of. I got a few snapshots. It'll be hard to explain this without some visuals. I, I'd like you all to do a spot hidden. Okay. Nice. Fifty-one out of sixty base make. Twenty-three out of. I believe it's forty, so it's not quite a hard, but standard success with a twenty-five. Doctor. Doctor. Um, Doctor Mercury. Um. You are looking at now I, i've got to tell you these crystals growing like this it's beautiful it's stunningly beautiful all right but you're about to tell me something really bad so <laughs> out with it <laughs> let me start off by telling you how beautiful it is and you're about to die you're 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 looking at these crystals you've got your flashlight and you're shining them on them and and the way the light is is reflecting off of them now the crystals themselves seem kind of light blue in color but the, the, the reflections off of them are rainbow like you're getting prisms and and flashes of light and and you're looking down and, and you see this place where there's kind of piles of these crystals and there's something there with the, where the crystals are that um is not reflective hmm. and it's it's kind of dull and and what color dark. is it like black Kind of dark brown. Okay. And it intrigues you, and you lean over, and you're looking at it. And, uh, and at first you think, like, is it, a, is it a wooden stick? Is it something like that? And then you realize that it is a bone. Oh, finally, something I can look at. All these rock collectors around here in the volcanic experts and not a bone for me to peer at finally so let me do a um anthropology rule okay i got a 43 out of 70 so not a hard roll but it's a, a success okay. so it looks like an arm bone and it's large enough that it's either a 
uh, without, I mean, you'd have to kind of dig it out of the crystals, but it's, it, it would be either a large, uh, like a large cat or a predator or a human. Is there a leg bone around here? Well, you'd have to do digging in the crystals to. Okay. Yeah, I'll, I'll start doing that. Because um, I, I figure that building such a structure like this must have cost whoever did it an arm and a leg. <laughs> so I am going to be. That's crystal clear. <laughs> <laughs> All right, nice. go ahead and do a luck roll. All right, you're, you're pointing it out to them? Yeah, I am, and I got a 17 on that. Okay. Um, you, the others are also looking now. They've seen what you've seen. Mm -hmm. um, you can all do spot, spot hiddens and see if you also see bones. Can I do an archaeology roll, or would it be spot hidden? Well, you're just looking at the moment. 44. Pass. 8 out of 60. Uh, extreme. Okay. Those of you who passed, you begin to find human bones. You're pretty sure they're human. And uh, 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 Dr. Sands, you find a skull. Okay. Now these bones are very brown, very old, very light. Can I tell how old they are based on they, oh, well, now you can do your anthropology and archaeology roles. I got a 19 out of that. 19 out of 17. And that would be considered a hard, not quite an extreme. Pass 57 out of 70. Um, Dr. Uh, doctor's hands, what did you say you got your, what was your score? 57 out of 70. Okay. And what was yours? Uh, uh, A 19 uh, out of 17. Wayne, uh, uh, Dr. Dr. Mercury, you, you pick up the skull and you look into it and you begin to shake. Uh, the reason why is what you're holding in your hand is something closer to Homo erectus than Homo sapien. This is gotcha. this is a million years old. Makes sense. And I will relay that to uh, my colleagues here. I told you this was something amazing. Well, we're how, gonna be famous. How old did you say that is, Dr. Mercury? Over over a million or around a million? Around a billion. You know, it's it's not inconceivable that before this place got buried in the land it was under, that it was inhabited. If you if, if if folks actually could reach this land that far back. Yeah, that far back. Who knows? Land bridges and who knows what. Sure. Or just again, people you know, moving uh, moving on the water. Uh, who is it? The Maori tribe. You know, they they were famously known for going from island to island with huge distances in between. Mm -hmm. Um, doctors Mercury and Sands, go ahead and do uh, uh, your respective roles. Archaeology. Fifty-one out of seventy. 
I failed that one. I got a 79 out of 70. Dr. Sands, you point out immediately that, yeah, there were no humans a million years ago that could have done anything like that. This is is before the Stone Age. Yeah. So they wouldn't have even been able to create the structure from what we know. This is pre-Neolithic. This is... These you had them, and then you had Cro-Magnon, and then you finally have Homo sapien. So, at, at, at best, they had a club. Was their highest technology? I don't think they had a club. Not even? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Oh, so, looks like nope. uh, maybe somebody more recent. Uh, unless, unless it was aliens. Unless everybody is wrong about what humans were able to do, that would be. Earth shattering. Yeah, well, that's that can definitely be possible. Uh, when it comes to history, all we do is we pick different uh, things that we've discovered, and there are definitely gaps between our knowledge. So we try to bridge it with uh, conjecture on uh, what might have been or how these people might have lived based off of what we've seen or dug up. Uh, through archaeology and anthropology. So it it could be correct that um, these individuals had technologies that we were unaware of. Um, I mean, the logical step is if they had advanced technologies, uh, more advanced than Homo sapiens, then why aren't they around and why are we around? I take out the 35 millimeter camera. I, I said, we have to get this on record. We have to have proof that we're here. You want me to take the picture with you two in it? Yeah, we'll all take pictures with all of us in it. We have to commemorate this. This is our golden ticket, boys. This is something we've all been waiting for our whole life. I hand you the camera. Um, now, something weird happens when you take your photos. Uh, of course, you're using a flash. Mm-hmm. And whoever is taking the picture at any given time is pretty sure that the picture's not going to come out because every time the flash goes off, everything in the room reflects the light straight back at you. And you get a blinding flash of light. Uh, because of all the crystals looking looking through the viewfinder um so things were pretty dusty for a while are these crystals pretty clean then pretty clean i mean it's not they're not clean clean they're still dust but there's enough of them sticking up out of the dust that uh and the walls the walls tend to be very reflective when you when you hit them with the light dr basalt is there anything about volcanoes or off-gassing or anything like that that would suggest this room could stay that clean to, to be that reflective? Or is there something that would come out of that gas that would even polish the walls? Uh, possibly. I mean, it, it, you know, a good, uh, a good off-gassing could, could scour this whole place. But then again, it would also you know, likely leave behind some uh, trace minerals of their own. This whole, pla- this whole place would probably be coated with, with something. Hmm. Um. Uh, Dr. Basalt, do a volcanology roll. 15 out of 70. It's also possible that that any volcanic uh, earthquake would just shake the dust off of everything. So 
Yeah, I mean, that's why there's there's a lot of dust on the ground, but some some structures that are perpendicular or whatever are, have been shaken clean. You might say um, that's possible. Um, you guys, what do you guys do now? Yeah. Let's go further. Yeah, see yeah. what we can find. How are we doing on rope? Um, you've probably reached the end of that rope. Um, but you haven't well, encountered anything. So that's, that's just one, one of our uh, cords of rope, right? We can tie it off. Uh, that's, that's fine. It's, uh, uh, there's really not any place to tie it off. But um, there's, you've really encountered nothing so steep that you couldn't walk it or navigate it. A climber would know how to pl- splice the the ropes together, so we could just go, you know, basically butt splice the ropes together. And I, I won't, I won't fight you on it. That's okay. fine. You can, you can do that. Okay. Um, so you begin to move on, and uh, you find a number of other rooms uh, where you find piles of these crystals and piles of bones. They're uh, always. I'm sorry. What, you had a question? No, I was just going to say the bones are always in the piles of uh, crystal. Um, yeah, but it's not like the crystals are growing on the bones. It's just okay. like they've been there for a long time. Um, all right. You, you continue exploring. You explore for another oh, half an hour. Um, do you guys continue to stick together or do you guys want to split up or do you guys want to do anything else? Um, was that a hint from the GM that I'd like you to know <laughs> 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 I can kill you off all individually? No. Um, all right. You eventually win your way into a rather large room and it's a strange room because it's it's kind of I guess maybe it's more of a corridor than anything else. It's like a torus. So there's almost a roundness to the angles going around the outside of it, but there's also a chunk in the middle of the room that's very similar. It's chunky and it's it's angular. But you can walk around the thing in the middle. And as you enter it and you begin to walk around you notice there is an extremely large chunk of crystal and it is embedded in the wall and the flat surface of the crystal sort of sticks out of the, uh, the rock, the, 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 the wall at an odd angle, but it's, it's flat and it's still this pale blue color. Same as the little ones? Right. But it almost looks like a window. Except that it's there's nothing on the other side. You're just seeing you know, you can see your reflection in this clear crystal. It's, It's perfectly smooth. And I would like you to all do a 
spot hidden. I feel that one. Uh, 28, hard success. Extreme success, up five. I failed. Okay. Dr. Dr. Garnet, you are very interested in what this crystalline substance is. Um, You've got some samples from the other rooms, and you now you've come up close to this thing, and you are trying to see how far into the crystal. Is the crystal just a slice that's been placed against the wall, or can you see the wall inside of it? You know what I'm saying? Uh, but you don't. You don't see anything like that. It looks like the crystal is deep. It goes in. Beyond where you, you'd see the start of the basalt around it. Right. Um, like I say, it's almost like a window, a big, thick window. And you can see your reflection. You can see the reflection of the other guys standing there. And you notice something odd. It, it, it almost gives you the weird illusion as if you're looking into another room. You're looking into a room where five of you are standing. And it's, it's that, that just like you're looking into any mirror, except that in your reflection, there are symbols on the wall behind you. And... They're not symbols like letters. They're odd. They're lines and curves. And it almost looks like some sort of a geometric formula is being worked out. Um, It also doesn't look dusty in the reflection room, but it's dusty here. There are no crystals on the floor in the dusty room but there are some crystals here. And yet you guys are there and you guys are here. It's us. And you, you, don't, you don't understand how you're seeing this. Because when you look at the wall behind you, there's nothing there. Uh, you, uh, Dr., Dr. Basalt, you begin to see him doing this, looking back and forth. And... That's when you begin to notice it, too, the same thing. Oh, sorry. I'm going I'm to shine a light on the back wall. Okay. Uh, is, I mean, is there look like there's anything that, that is inlaid into the wall there? doesn't look like it. Are the samples we picked up translucent? Yes. Almost clear. If I pick one up and look through it, can I see that thing on the back wall? No. So it's not some weird optical thing. Right. Polarization or something? No. Right. Um, right. So the, the, you said there's a big thing in the middle of this room, a big crystal? Well, it's, it's more just more wall, but it's... it's in the center. And you're definitely seeing the reflection of it in the, in the mirror crystal, except that there's things written on it in the, the reflection. Does anybody recognize what kind of writing that even is? As I say, it doesn't really look like a language other than math. Ah. So it's a miracle or it's just totally alien to us? Well, 
it 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 stirs thoughts in your mind of of things you'd expect to see in a, a math professor's lab. I mean, there's no Greek letters written on it, but there's there's a line and there's a curve through the line, and then there's another curve. And there's more lines. Maybe it's a a very strange looking natural structure, but it doesn't look like it. I, I want to take my flashlight at this point and put it flat up against the mirrored part and see if it illuminates more behind the crystal. You know, like cup it and like put right, it flat. Right. Maybe. Maybe it's maybe it is a window. Except that your reflections are there. Did, did his reflection show up with him doing that from the other side of the reflection? Yes. It's Does a mimic. That, it's definitely a direct mimic. Then. It's, that, it's exactly like a mirror. Sure. Okay. I was thinking like a two-way mirror because if you put a light behind it, then you could see behind the mirror a bit. Hmm. It does kind of have that kind of property that it's as if you're illuminating something on the other side of the glass, except maybe, that you guys. Maybe it's something that was somehow etched or they got developed inside of the mineral. Those squiggly lines and that flow, that may just be something that's in the glass and gives the illusion that it's on the walls behind us. Well, can you move to a different angle? Is it in the same position? Like if it was etched, it would look a little off if you if you moved. Yeah, true. It has all of the properties of acting just like, well, as you say, like a two-way mirror. Okay. That even at angles, you're still seeing a mirror. But and and the room on the other side is a direct mirror of this room. The only difference is that there seemed to be something carved or painted on the wall. Did you say it was less dusty too? Yeah, and it's not dusty, and there's no crystals growing in there. It's something else bizarre for the next team to figure out. Oh, who knows? Maybe in that tower thing there might be some explanations to what's going on down here. Yeah. Do any of you go back and look at the other wall? The wall behind you. Yeah, the one that had the things on it? Yeah, I was I mean looking at that earlier. Is there is shining lights on it and looking closely? Is there any sign of why don't you do a, a spot hidden for Okay. No. Okay. Ninety four. Well you you're not sure if you can identify a part of the the structure that might be a pigment, but it's it's there's just not enough there. If, um, if there was something there, it would have been there a million years ago, but not now. You still have that crystal on you that you you broke off. Need it? Or I'll... Yeah, yeah. So like, I'll I'll hold it up and hold I'll up. shine the flashlight over it to see if that might reveal something. Uh, nothing. Hmm. Um, I'll, every, I'll, I'll hand it back to you. I'll hand, hand you back. 
Dr. Sands and Dr. Garnet do luck rolls. 34 out of 50, I passed. I, I failed. Okay. Dr. Garnet, as your... As I your, failed. As, as, yes. Uh, okay. As uh, Dr. Mercury is uh, shining his light through this crystal and trying to see if he can see something, and you're all sort of looking in that direction. <clears throat> Out of the corner of your eye, Dr. Garnet, you see something a shadow that, that seemed to move in the, the mirror. You don't know if it was an optical illusion or not, but when you turned to look, there was nothing there. Anybody see one of the birds get down here? No, I don't hear anything. It would make noise. You didn't hear any noise. I could have sworn I just saw something cast a, cast a shadow or move. It probably check on the lay when reflecting through the crystal. That's very likely. Yeah. Well, it looks like we're the we're at the end of the line here. Let's go let's go check out that uh structure up top and see what we can find. Well actually you're not at the end of the line, but Oh we're not? Oh. There's looks like there's some uh I guess you'd call them antechambers to this room as well. Let's check them out then. I thought we were at the end of that section too. All right. All right. As you walk into one of those, um, you all see something ahead of you move. Uh, and it causes you all to jump. Um problem is, is that when you shine your flashlight forward, it reflects against the walls uh, rather brightly. And whatever it is that you see move uh, sort of jumps all as well. Um, do a sanity roll. Uh, 24 out of 49. 65 out of 60, I fail. I, I fail. 49 out of 69, I passed that one. Okay. Those of you who passed, uh, no damage, uh, and you just sort of grab each other. Uh, those of you who failed take one point of sanity damage, and you both yell out, ah! Okay. Uh, but you realize that what you're looking at is your own reflections in another mirror, very much like the one from the other room. Not the same shape, not the same size, but about the same size, about the same shape, but once again embedded in the wall. Oh, holy shit. I just scared me so bad. I think I'm going to have a heart attack. Oh my God. Um, <laughs> oh. You scared us when you yelled. <laughs> How many of these damn rooms are there? I'm going to look out into the, the main room and kind of look around and count it up, see how many side rooms there are. Looks like there might be three others. What are the other, what are the, the, three, the other three of you doing? I want to see if you could see the symbols, if there's symbols behind us again in the mirror. Okay. So you're going to go up to the mirror and look inside of it and see if you can see the same thing. How about, uh, 
uh, Frederick and uh, and Dr. Garnett. Dr. Frederick and Dr. Garnett. Yeah, I want to go with Dr. Sands. That, 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 I'm definitely curious about the same okay. thing. Yeah. It's got a similar effect. Same here. Okay. Uh, so, Dr. Basalt, you've sort of walked a little in the other direction. Just, yeah. uh, just take a look around. Yeah, I'm uh, just going to yeah. go look in the other three and see if I see anything. Or if it's more the, the other, same. The other three of you. Um, you walk up to this mirror and it's the same. You're seeing into another room, uh, no dust in that other room, mm -hmm. um, odd angles, uh, reflections of the ones behind you. You see your own reflections. And you can see Dr. Basalt a little bit behind you, facing the other direction. And something, something moves in the shadows behind you and you can't really see it clearly because it's dark back there, but it's some sort of an animal. It's maybe three feet high. It's, it's crawling on all fours, but there's more than four. There's, is the thing shaggy? Is the thing... It's definitely behind you and heading for Dr. Basalt. I'm going to look around and look okay. real quick. To see. I'm going to assume that you probably all do that because yeah. you want somebody behind you. There Dr. B! There is nothing there. What? I What? What? Okay. Now that we're looking, there's nothing there, though. Yeah. I, I just stick close, man. I, I, I don't know. This is getting weird. I'm just going to check the other the other things, see if we got more of the same down here, and then, you know, this is all that's down here. We'll go check topside. Okay. I, I meant to ask, um, is there any sort of strange, like, gaseous smells coming from this place? Nothing. You can smell what you would expect to smell this close to a volcano. There's like sulfur or something. Sulfur in the air and but it's not stifling and it's not it's not really even that bad. Um, um definitely yeah nothing 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 to choke you up or anything like that. All right. So Dr. Basalt, you're heading for one of the other areas. Yep. And uh the three of you are kind of like freaked out. Um Dr. Basalt, you walk over to another one of these sort of antechambers, these anterooms, and you step inside and you can see another one of these mirror things. And just shining um, my flashlight over it real quick. With exactly the same qualities that it, it reflects a, a slightly different than what you're seeing. And as you shine your light into it, I'm going to have you do a sanity roll because what you see step out of the shadows inside the mirror is the most hideous abomination of things that you can imagine. It's about three feet high crawling on its feet, but it looks like they maybe have eight or nine or maybe 10 feet. Uh, they're, 
sinewy, they're blood red. Uh, the thing is is walking across the floor. Uh, it, its feet don't even make sense. Some of them are big. Some of them are small. Uh, this, the overall shape of the thing is is almost uh, like a like a like a, a great dane about that size and there is some sort of a head structure on it with a long pointy snout with snaggle teeth all over it and multiple eyes on its head and it sees you and immediately leaps forward and puts its claw things against the the crystal on the other side and begins to act like it's trying to get at you. There is nothing in the room with you though. When you look around in horror, you can do a, did you do pass? Uh, yeah. 15 out of 59. I still want you to do a one D four. Okay. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Uh, three. Okay. All right. And you, you yell out, in terror and the rest of you you hear him suddenly yell out in terror shit fuck guys oh my god uh oh my god oh my god it, 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 they are windows there's something behind them man all right so dr sands you run over there make sure it's okay dr garnet and dr uh, mercury absolutely all right you run over there now as you run away. up um As you run up, you see exactly the thing that he's seeing. It's like it's like you're in a zoo and the tiger wants to get at you. And you can all do sanity rolls. 27 out of 49. So 1d4. Okay. Yeah. 4. 26. It's a pass. Do I still take a minimum? 27 is a pass. Yeah, y'all take 1d4. I took four points. This thing, this thing actually, there's parts of this thing that are luminescent. There's, there's parts of this thing that are, that seem to defy the physics that you, you understand. Um, it's definitely alive, whatever it is, and it sees you. And you hear absolutely nothing. It's dead silent. But the thing looks like it rears its head back. And it, it seems to be belching out the sound. You can't hear it. It looks like, a, looks like a dog barking on the other side. And as it does, you see two more of these things appear in the background running towards you. But they look like they're running towards you from back here in the reflection. Um, only there, obviously not. There's nothing in the room with you. What do you do? I take out my little digging shovel, like the archaeologist trowel. Uh -huh. Just having him now, just out of fear and ignorance, just to have something in my hand. Yeah, yeah. Reaching for the uh, my little uh, pickaxe. Okay. The things now begin to move back and forth like predators. 
staring at you. And then one of them does something very strange. The others move away from it, and it moves into the center of the ground. And using one of its long hooked claws, it rips into the ground, and you see the ground literally melting where it, it rips. It rips a straight line, and it makes a curve, and then it makes another line, and another curve. And then it looks like it's diving forward, and it slips into the, the angle of the line and disappears, and the other two follow after it. Okay. Uh, I'm really not to go, everybody. Well. Yeah, I'm really not feeling well. I think it, it, we should just uh, head back and compare notes for a while. Yeah. I was about to get the hell out of here. <laughs> that was like intelligence. It wasn't just an animalistic movement. That was like intelligence. Oh, that wasn't bestial. Yeah. Let's get the, out of here. And as you say that and begin to turn, the ground shakes. Yep. Now I'm going to hurry it. And no, I don't need a dex roll. All right. Um, it takes you about 10 minutes to get out of the structure, back the way you came. <clears throat> and there are a few more uh, shakes as you're going. Um, uh, geologist and volcanologist, you think maybe around a 3.2. Has the position of this piece of basalt on the volcano or, you know, on the side here, has shifted. it shifted? No. Yeah, but it could. Uh, hey. All right. So you get up onto the top of the structure and you begin to make your way to the edge to get back off where you came up. And everybody do a spot hidden for me. Twelve. Sixteen. That is a hard success. Okay. Thirty-five regular. Extreme. Sixty-five. No. Okay. Those of you who made the extreme or the, the, the hard success are better. Um, as you're moving across the structure, you notice a place on one of the walls um, that's at an odd angle. You suddenly notice a red hot line. Appear like that. I and when it does, when it does, you get about a 4.0 earthquake. Wow. Um, I'm going to roll sanity. You can roll uh, sanity. <laughs> I passed, but I'm still taking one. All right. I'm shook right now. All right. Uh, so you run across to the edge. Uh, to to the jungle side, to to I mean to the lava side, to try to get down, and just as you're about to clear the edge, you see on the wall where the other line appeared, and they seem to be molten. These lines in the uh, this is happening on the the wall of the st structure of the building, right and uh, back behind you. And once again, the ground shakes. And 
uh, Dr. Basalt, you notice smoke coming out the top of the volcano. This could be an eruption. Uh, this is bad. We should we should not be on this volcano much longer, unless we want to uh, join that burned out mountainside down there. Okay. Um, Fifty eight on uh, vol uh, volcanology. Does this um, this um, flow look safe? Does it look like suddenly there's more activity on it now? It's safe if you go slowly, but it's not not going to be safe running down it. Um, Just being aware of the path ahead of us and what we might have to do to get back to town. Uh, and we know that that lava had kind of jagged its way through the, uh, the mm -hmm. forest previously. Does it look like there is a, a traversable beach that we might be able to follow around the perimeter of the island to be able to perhaps seek refuge in water if we need to? On this side, no, because okay. it, it goes the volcano goes right down into the ocean. Um, but lava doesn't, you know, usually flow all the way down the side of a mountain. It follows rivulets. So, right. Um, uh, as you guys are are clearing the edge and going over, you see two more lines appearing. And do any of you stay to to see anything sure. else? Did we actually, did all of us see that? Because some of us didn't see the first lines. Well, once, once one of you saw it, you, you all look back and you oh. start to see this. Um, so you begin as fast as you can moving down the, uh, uh, the lava flow. And you now can't see the area that had the lines on it. But suddenly the ground shakes violently and um, I would like you all to do a luck roll. Ought nine. That's a extreme Four. success for me. Okay. Just a regular pass. I got 49 out of 50. Okay. Uh, you said luck, right? Yeah. No. All right. Six, All right. Six out of 29. Well, it, it makes sense. It makes sense that Dr. Garnet <laughs> and Dr. Basalt uh, <laughs> kind of know what's coming and they act accordingly. They cover their ears because the top of the mountain blasts into the sky. Uh, uh, you're, you're almost knocked off of your feet uh, by, the, by the ground shaking. Uh, and the sonic boom hits you, um, pretty much deafening, at least temporarily, uh, Dr. Sands and Dr. Mercury. Uh, Dr. Basalt and Dr. Garnet, you can still hear, but uh, your ears are ringing. Okay. Uh, you continue down the hill, and as you do, uh, any, uh, let's do a spot hidden for see if anybody looks back. 37, nope. base success. 96. 97. 28. Okay. Pass. So those of you who look back, coming up and over the, the rock wall that you guys climbed up to, 
you see the thing in real life. First, there's one of them, and then there are two more. And at the same time, you see lava blasting out the top of the, uh, the volcano. And the things look like, like dogs sniffing the air to see where you are. And they see where you are. And they start leaping down the, the hill towards you. Um, faster, faster, down the hill faster. What? <laughs> I hear him say faster, faster, downhill, faster, and I'm running. All right. Uh, I'm trying to get to the front of that line. Uh, let's have you all do uh, luck rolls and see. Uh, the, you don't have to say whether you pass or fail. Just just give me the number, and we'll see who gets. <laughs> 86. 57. 92. <clears throat> Been good knowing you, Doctor Sands. <laughs> Doctor Mercury, thirty-five. Okay, uh, so you guys are running down the hill, and suddenly one of these things gains on you, and it leaps through the air. And before he can do anything about it, it leaps onto uh, Doctor Sands, and within the space of a couple of seconds, it clamps down on his face, and it rips him limb from limb. His blood splatters and his bones go flying. Uh, but at least he's done. <laughs> it's all over. And, I, and I'll say another one bites the dust. Uh, <laughs> who, was, who, who had the next worst? <laughs> uh, 86 was mine, I think. Okay. Uh, you scramble farther down, and uh, the same thing happens. One of the other ones uh, that's not preoccupied with... Uh, with uh, the bones and the blood, uh, corners you uh, next to the the jungle and then leaps onto you uh, with its ten or eleven clawed hands and tears you limb from limb. And your head goes rolling down. The <laughs> thing, lava begins to flow down in, in blankets down the side of the mountain. I uh, died doing what I loved. <laughs> uh, Doctor Garnet, uh, what was your number? Fifty-seven. You're next. Uh, mm -hmm. uh, the same thing happens. This one, the third one, comes barreling down the hill. It sees you. It leaps into the air, and it uh, it attacks you, pins you to the ground, and just tears your arms and legs off one by one. And you're screaming, and then it uh, and it kills you. Uh, Doctor Mercury, you managed to get all the way back down to the trail, and. Uh, you start running. Uh, for now, you don't see the creatures and you, you don't hear your friends uh, screaming any longer. Uh, but there is lava pouring down the mountainside. And this is a much worse volcanic eruption than the previous one. Uh, you're not sure that the town is going to be there when you get there. Mm -hmm. um, but do a luck roll for me. Thirty-two out of twenty-nine. Do you want to spend right. luck to make your luck? Can I, can I, can I, can I, can <laughs> All right. <laughs> well, then we'll play it out like this. You manage 
to circumnavigate a number Press of the magic points. Ah, uh, <laughs> uh, you can spend all the points of every, everything you want, but ultimately, you do manage to get back to the town. And part of it is burning, and the people are screaming and scrambling, and you manage to actually get onto one of the yachts that's there, and uh, it starts to pull out to the sea. You see the the volcano is just blasting and it's obliterating itself and large waves are are rocking out from the the island. I swear, if I if I get back uh, back home, I'm gonna stop dealing with this anthropology shit and and form a rock band or something. Well, you get about you get about a mile off the coast, and a shark eats me, right? And. Uh, as you're standing there on this yacht, on the uh, the deck of the yacht, you suddenly see a line appear. On what? On the gra- on the deck itself. Uh, it's it's red hot. It's burnt away the wood. And you see a curve. You see another line, another curve, and then seemingly, from somehow out of this angle, crawls one of these creatures and I'm jumping in the water and swim. Now follow me. He will do that. The uh the hounds of Tendalos don't ever give up. Yeah, well they eventually get can, can can they swim? Well, they can swim or if they they won't swim, they'll just wait until you get somewhere and then they'll just find you and eat you. Uh, <laughs> Not if a shark eats me first, you little bastard. And that's pretty much the end of our story. Um, when the volcano erupted, it caused a kind of a uh, a rift in time space, and the uh, the structure was from millions of years ago, but it didn't exist in our present time. Uh, it was somehow uh, ripped out of out of time and space for millions of years ago, and uh, it suddenly appeared here, and it brought with it. Well, you were actually when you were looking into the mirrors, you were seeing it millions of years ago, and if if nothing if nothing had come of it, uh, if you hadn't attracted the attention of the hound. In the mirror, you would have pretty much been fine. Once you'd attracted its attention, once once it saw you, you were prey. And the hounds can travel (laughs) through time and space. So it just figured out where you were. Now, if I were to play this game that wasn't, and and not as a short game, there could have been a lot of stuff with your seeing the hounds and then thinking that maybe you'd made it up or, or you'd, you know, because nothing would happen for weeks. You might get an archaeological dig. You might you know, be digging this out, become famous. But then the thing would eventually find you and uh, hunt you down. And that's the way that it could be played if you played it in a longer version. Yeah, I, I sent one of those things after uh, Thomas's character. Ah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I remember. I remember that, yeah. That was good. That was creepy. Is it okay? Yeah, like that. Yeah. All right. Well, let me go ahead and finish it. Our players 
included Wayne Worthy, Fred Carter, Luke Strom, and Jason Melnichok, with yours truly as the Keeper of the Secrets. We're currently producing four shows a week with music and sound effects added in post-production in order to create a richer listener experience. We provide audio-only versions of our shows free for you to download from Podbean or iTunes. If you'd like to become a patron, visit our Patreon account. Just a dollar to a month helps us a lot. Like, share, and subscribe to our channel for updates on our latest shows, and leave us some comments. We like reading them. This is Tom Rayleigh, together with all the members of our gaming club, inviting you to journey with us once again into the darkness for another adventure into the universe of H.P. Lovecraft and the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. Until next time, good luck, good gaming.